0: I just finished this last book maybe like less than 10 minutes ago. So it's like my opinion on the last book is going to be fresh because I also – my opinion on all these books I'm talking about today are going to be fresh because I've all read these in this month. Um, I didn't read the spinoff series Briar You yet, but this is going to be my like ranking and recapping of the off-campus series. So the first five books. um, And when I mean like rankings, if you don't know what my rankings are – um, first of all, hi, I'm Sky. welcome to the podcast, Podcasts, or welcome back. I've been recently on this podcast making a lot of book content, so I figured, I haven't really talked about how I rank books yet. Obviously, I did the Addicted slash Calloway Sister series, if you haven't seen that, go listen to that. Um, I did the first 10 books in that series, all the way from Addicted to You to Some Kind of Perfect, and that episode did pretty well, so I was you know what? Might as well do the next series. I just been binged. Um, so my rankings go one star, terrible book. Um, it wasn't a terrible book. It was just not a book for me. Some people might love one stars that I have. I don't think I've ever given a book one star. Um, nor have I given a book two stars, but that could change. I, I'm usually, like, pretty generous with my stars. Um, a two-star, it wasn't terrible. I liked some parts, but I would never reread it. A three-star, I would go back and read some parts. Um, it was okay. Like, nothing to, like, tell home about, you know? Like, they had good moments, but it just wasn't a hitter for me. And like I said, like, all my ratings, like, some people could love these books, other people could hate, like, my five stars... Um, it's just my personal rankings and, like, ratings of them. A four-star, I would reread the book. I would go back for some moments. I really highly liked the book. There might have been moments I didn't particularly like. Or it was just a good book for me. Now, five stars, it is amazing. There was never a dull moment, in my opinion. Or even if there was, I was still enjoying the book. Um... These books are usually that I give five stars. I try to be very lenient on my five stars, even though I can literally point out all the books on my bookshelf that have five stars, but I can count them on one. Like, I could count them on, like, two hands. (laughs) Um, I did do a five-star reading book thing. That has now changed. Not with those books, but I have more books to put on them. And I feel like I would change my opinion on some of the ratings. But if I reread that book, I'd be like, no, this book, really good. But comparing them to my other five stars, like, if I put two five-star reads that I have next to each other, it's just, like, the love hypothesis does not win up to the hothouse flower, you know? And why did I say the hothouse flower? It's just hothouse flower. But, you know, that's just my personal rankings. So let's get into... um, The first book, which is The Deal, and this entire series is the first five books. Okay, it's not the first. It's like book one through five of the off-campus series. Briar you is a spinoff series that I haven't read yet. I went from The Deal to The Legacy. And then I think it's The Chase to The Risk. Hold on, let me see. I know they have it in one of the books, like the openers says it the chase all the way to the dare so she has the deal the mistake the the score the goal and the legacy those are the five books i read and then the You series is the chase the risk, the play and the dare which i haven't gotten around to so this is just like the off campus series but let's just get into the first book i feel like everybody loved the first book um or they didn't like love it it was just so hyped i i don't want i don't i don't want to say like overhyped I did end up giving this book four stars. Um, I know it's a lot of people's, like, five-star read. Like, that book was amazing to everybody. Everyone loved Garrett Graham. I personally, I feel like Garrett Graham, everyone was making him sound like this god. Like, oh my god, like, Garrett Graham. Like, were there moments I was reading this book, I was like, Garrett Graham, the king. Like, of course, he's the captain of the hockey team. And he's just amazing like the hands-off rule if you've read it you know like he his girlfriend breaks up with him he's and then he makes a hands-off rule on her like a campus-wide hands-off rule so no one is allowed to like get with her um that that had me going like gary graham gary graham um but other moments i like i didn't he just wasn't my favorite book boyfriend i read about in this series like the moment Um, I, I saw, or I didn't read, (laughs) I didn't see, I read, um, like, the moment they mentioned Dean and how he was this, like, playboy on campus, like, I was like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna love his book, like, I need to get to Dean's book, and Dean's the third book, so that's, Dean's the only reason I continued reading this series, (laughs) um, because I just, I want to get to Dean's book, and I feel like, like, Garrett wasn't, like, a terrible character, he just wasn't the one for me, because I saw, I saw Dean's name on, like, page five, and I was like, I'm gonna love that man, um, Garrett, I would say, is probably, like, my third favorite boy in the series, I do have a top two, if you saw my, (laughs) um, book Boyfriends episode, I think you know, I think I said, like, my top three, Garrett wasn't bad, if you haven't read the book, it's basically, um, it follows this girl named Hannah, she tutors, like, the hockey captain who's well known on campus for like sleeping around and being like a playboy all the boys are known for being like a playboy like because they're hockey guys of course (laughs) so it's like a hockey tutor romance it does um deal with like a past rape in hannah's past and she's trying to like overcome it um that's something i like like it's not that i didn't like that i just didn't like the way it was approached portrayed i feel like they could have done it better because they almost made it like garrett fixed her and like that's not what happened i feel like it could have been worded better in some instance like the way she was saying i I, like i'm broken like can you fix me like he just helped her like overcome some of her challenges i feel like it's a better way um but then in the legacy they never mention her past trauma and i was like oh like, that was a major point in their love story. And maybe, like, yeah, like, she got over it. She's, like, over... She overcomes it in this book. But I feel like it's still with her. Like, no matter what, like, it's still gonna be with her. So, I feel like they just kind of, like, made that, like, a side plot. I don't know. It was, like... It was definitely, like, random to me for it not to be brought up once in it. Especially because in this book, we also see um how... Garrett's dad who's like a legend in the hockey field like he's one of like the best players or he used to be one of the best players but now he like had an injury and he had to leave or retire I really don't know (laughs) um we see how Garrett's overcoming like his dad's abuse like his dad used to hit him and like verbally attack him and all the time like that's brought up a lot in the legacy at least during their parts um because the legacy is broken up to four parts. Each part has is one of the couples. Um and that's a that's a big plot point for the legacy in Garrett and Hannah's story. So like why wasn't Hannah's trauma re brought back up about how good she's doing? Um just to see like, oh this like an epilogue novel, let's see how far they've grown. Um but for the deal, like I don't want to keep like comparing like all the books from the legacy to the deal because obviously the deal is the first book you didn't know that you were getting the legacy until like last year the deal came out in i think like 2014 2015 um because they te- they, i that's something i loved though in this book they mentioned like lady gaga they mentioned justin bieber one direction was a big plot point in this book and by big plot point i mean for me it was a big plot point for me but they would joke about like one direction be like did you re-download one direction um and I feel like we almost lost that in some of the books this is like one of the major books um that had that and I love when a book ages itself like that like not too much but it's like I know what timeline this is coming from like the one direction like story of my life was playing in this book um And that's what I loved about this book. And that's why I gave it four stars because it wasn't like my cup of tea, but I was still sitting there like kicking my feet, like giggling to myself, like saying like Garrett Graham. (laughs) Um, So it was definitely a good book, especially compared to one of the worst books in the series, Um, which we'll get to that. We'll get to that very soon. But we have a couple books before that. Um, So the next book is The Mistake. And I actually really liked The Mistake. I know a lot of people hate it. Um, which the, I find that so funny because I love The Mistake. Um, the Mistake follows John Logan, also known as Logan, and Grace. What is Grace's last name? What is Grace's last name? I, I, I feel like it's Allie. Allie's not. Um, I think it's Allie Hayes. And what's Grace's last name? Grace. I'm looking at the back. Great Ivers. I always get Ivers and the haze messed up, because it's, like, Allie's book is next with Dean, um, so I didn't think I was gonna love John Logan the way I did, but the, her list, how he messed up, like, the little rendezvous they were doing in secret, um, I think about the movie theater scene in this book 24-7, like, at least once a day. I loved this book. I didn't give it five stars, um, because, like, it did have those, like, duller moments, like, when they weren't together for, like, a good amount of the book because he ends up messing up um even though I don't like in my opinion he didn't really do that something wrong they just need better communication um but the way they had a radio show in here and I was like oh it's so cute he literally professes his love through like a campus radio show and I'm like oh. I love that because, like, I'm a podcaster, so I eat that up. He writes her a love poem. Like, she makes this, like, dramatic list. If you want to win me back, this is what you have to do. And he does it all. And, like, it's just John Logan and his backstory about how his dad has, like, struggled with alcohol abuse. And, like, obviously, like, his father's an alcoholic and he's, like, I'm never going to be able to be in the pros. Like, Garrett. Because, like, they always play in, like, Garrett's his best friend. So they always planned on being in the NHL together. And he was like, that that was all talk. And then they end up in the epilogue. Um, in, like, the end of the book, they end up... You do, like, fast forward. But I loved John Logan. He is my second favorite. So, like, my rankings of the boys is definitely, like, Dean, Logan, Garrett, Tucker. I <laughs> I'll talk about more of my rankings of the boys later. And, like, why I chose those rankings. But I love John Logan. I can't believe a lot of people hate this book. I think it's because it's just, it's very slow. I read this, not, no joke, in a day. I, like, I think it took me, like, a day. Well, technically two days. I just split it apart. And then combined the hours together, it took me a day. Maybe less than that. Um, Because I started at, like, 5 p.m. the one day. Not even. I think it was closer to, like, 7 p.m. And I finished um around, like, 1 the next day. I loved this book. I I adore it. I love John Logan. He reminds me so much of, like, Logan from Big, Big Time Rush, and I think that's why I love him. <laughs> Even though um, Logan's, like, this hot shot on campus, like, he's just a, um, a playboy as well. Like, he's just the hot shot little hockey player. And I loved him. I loved his story. I loved how he found Grace. Like, they literally watched die-hard movies together and eat gummy bears on, like, their first hangout. Because he accidentally stumbles into her her dorm. You know, like, that's so cute to me. I loved their part in the Legacy as well. I'll talk about them later when I talk about the Legacy. But I love this book. I get four stars. I think about scenes all the time from this book. Like, I remember a lot of this book. Like, the deal, I didn't binge read The Deal with the rest of them. I think that's why I'm, I'm kind of like missing plot points in The Deal because I kind of I read Icebreaker in between The Deal and the rest of the series because I was waiting to order it. Um so I think that's why I'm like missing points in The Deal, but The Deal also reminded me so much of better like better than the movies. So if you liked better than the movies, you would I think like The Deal because it's kind of like the I'll help him get your attention trope in the deal. Um, and this is, like, trying to win the girl. I love back. Um, and I, honestly, I really loved The Mistake. I know a lot of people hate it, but it was one of my favorites. It's my second favorite book in the series. Um, and then we're going on to my Favorite book in the series, my favorite boy in the series, my first five-star read of the series, my only five-star read of the series. I was surprised. Like I expected to give this book four stars because I knew I already loved Dean. And Allie's introduced in the first book, unlike Grace, who was introduced in only her book. Sabrina later is also introduced in Grace's book. Um, Sabrina's Who is the next book is about, but the score is my, like, five-star rated of the series. I didn't expect to love it so much, but this had me, oh my god, I loved it. It's a one-night stand turned into, like, a secret rendezvous Like they were hiding their relationship because it's his best friend's girlfriend's best friend who he wasn't supposed to, like, get with, and he got with anyway. I eat that up when they're secretly dating. Um, I think about the scene where she's having, like, a panic attack after her ex-boyfriend slut shames her. And she's like, call Dean, Hannah, like, call Dean, I need Dean DeLaRentes. And <laughs> he walks in, slams the door on their face after they're like, Dean, why is she making this call you? And he says, baby, and they all gasp. They're like, oh. I love that scene, like the reveal to them. And they're like, what did you, what is happening behind our back for months? Um, I loved this book. They literally watch, like, um a french soap opera that they can't understand together and, and she's like oh everyone hates when i watch this and he gets into the show he's like i need to know what happens next i loved this book um the quotes were so good in it dean is this rich playboy um everyone thinks he's like spoiled but really he does he is a very in-depth character i know a lot of people hate him for what he does in the score or not the score, the goal, what he says to Sabrina, but I kind of understand where he was coming from. Um, it, He ends up losing a friend in this. Um, So it does handle, like, death of a friend. Um, Allie, on the other hand, her mom's dead, so she already understood grief. She's kind of this drama queen. She's an actor. Um, also, all these take place in um college. They graduate at the end of this book, and then we start of the next book, because... The timeline is a little weird but <laughs> i'm like running out of breath because i love this book so much um and just the way they like started and she was like i don't want you and then they slowly started getting jealous of each other they um hung out over thanksgiving break together he met her like her dad and how to, like, win him over slowly in the books. Like, I loved this book. I would reread it all the time. Immediately after I finished this book, I tried rereading it. And all my friends were like, Sky, what is wrong with you? So I just reread a bunch of other scenes. I also bought Dean merch. It's coming in the mail soon. I bought it off El Kennedy's website. Um, but I still haven't gotten a confirmation But I took my money. So I'm waiting. I emailed them. I was like, um, it said it was supposed to be here within business, like, these amount of business days. And then I was supposed to get, an, like, an email confirmating my or- confirming my order. Still haven't gotten that email. confirm. Like, I can't even track my order or anything. So, like, I ordered it on the 12th. And I'm filming this the day before it comes out on the 21st. So, obviously, it's a little weird. Um, But Dean's my favorite one. Let me see if I can remember his name. Dean Sebastian Kendrick Hayward de La Rentes. I did it. I I remember it because last episode I was repeating it so much. I was trying to get it right and I got it right. Next is the worst book in the series The Goal. Is it The Goal? Yes, it is The Goal. I always get The Goal and Scores. Names confused. I hate The Goal. And I don't hate it. It wasn't terrible, it was okay. I just did not like John Tucker or Sabrina James. Um, I know a lot of people like them. That's fine. You can like them. The trope in this book is accidental pregnancy. Um, Like, I liked John Tucker in the other books, but I only liked him as a side character. Like, he was just there. Sabrina was introducing Grace's book as, like, Dean's enemy, Um, because she, like, if Dean and her communicated better, they would be understanding. Like, later in this book, they do have a heart-to-heart after he made her cry, (laughs) saying, um, like, you're ruining my, like, best friend's life. And I feel like he would have came across, this is why a lot of people hate Dean, in, um, the goal. I feel like he would have came across better with it, in a better attitude, and more, like, light with it. If she didn't bring up uh, Maxwell, if you don't know, spoiler alert, Maxwell is one of the people that die. I mean, the book's been out long enough. Um, she does bring him up during the the thing. She's like, Maxwell told me you were a good person. Like, I guess he was wrong. And, and Dean's like, don't bring him up right now. Like, I'm, like, trying to talk to you. And they were already not on good terms because Dean slept with his TA when he was, I think, a sophomore or junior um but he didn't realize he was sleeping with the ta and then the ta was giving him like grades so she thought he's using his like rich and like power over like women to get good grades when he didn't deserve it but Dean realistically on Dean's side he went to the teacher was like fail me like please and then the teacher's like no I'm friends with your father so like Dean did try and I liked that they had that heart to heart but I feel like it could have came out better Um, before, like, they had a truce. I did really enjoy them interacting in the legacy. Because they now playfully hate each other. But there is, like, love there. Um, but it did take a while to build that. I didn't... I just didn't like Sabrina. I feel like... I liked her as a side character. Didn't like her as a main character. Same thing with Tucker. I liked him as a side character. Did not like him as a main character. I feel like there was just, like, no potential. Like... Them, I like them together. They're a cute couple, like, whatever. Um, but I just didn't have any emotions towards these characters, so it took me a while. It took me, like, a week and a half to get through this book because I literally put it down and, like, forgot about it. Like, I didn't care in order to finish it. The other books literally took me, like, a day to read or, like, a day or two to read. This one took me so long to finish because I just didn't connect with these characters. I know a lot of people do connect. Like, I do relate to some points with all these characters in some way. I mostly relate to um Grace though in the mistake. (laughs) Um in so many more ways than just one. Um but I relate to like all the girls, a little bit of the guys. Um I relate to like all of them one by one. I think that's why I do like all the characters. It's just I didn't relate as much to Tucker or to Sabrina. Like Sabrina she has a bad home life or whatever um there were points where she was like i don't have time for a relationship like blah 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 like the start was like all right like once she was like once she had the baby it was like interesting to read um i just the the writing was boring in this book i didn't personally like it um so i gave this book three stars which i think this is my first three star read of the year i very rarely very very rarely give books like under four stars because I usually love everything I read or after a while the book starts to get good um not this one like it was all right I wouldn't go back and reread any parts of this book maybe the no I I don't think I would go back and read any parts of this book because I don't I didn't really connect to the characters and I think that's fine other people did other people don't. It's for other people like what they like. Like people didn't like the mistake. Some people like, um, the goal. I loved mistake and I didn't quite like the goal, and that is completely fine. Then we get to the legacy, which I finished today. And when I tell you, I loved this book, not as much as I loved the score on its own. So this one would get a four stars. I just finished it. Um, so the legacy is broken down into four parts. It came out, I think, last year the legacy so obviously from the start of the series that came out in like 2015 where they were talking about like one direction now they're talking about like tiktok in this book um so it is a little bit different but it's supposed to just have like a three-year jump which was kind of confusing to me um i feel like i should have read this book after reading the briar series which i didn't read the briar series but that's fine because i wanted to read the off-campus series first um because the boys in the briar series make like a appearance um like a side appearance in this book. Um, so I feel like if I finished the Briar U series first, um, I would have understood their appearances app- appearance appearance in them. But like I know who all the characters are, I know who they end up with because the book's been out for a while. There's TikToks all over my for you page about all the couples. So I know like like Summer gets with Fitzy and like the one guy gets with the coach's daughter. Like I know that. Um, so I could understand their appearances too, like Jake, Colony, and Brenda. Um, but the book is set in four different parts. It's, um, the pact, the proposal, the honeymoon, and the legacy. (laughs) Um, the first... I'm going to break it up into the parts. So the first part, and by the way, the book follows a wedding, a proposal, an elopement, and a surprise pregnancy. Um, the elopement, I'm just going to say it because I don't care if I spoil, so spoiler alert. Um, the elopement follows the pa- in the part one, which is the pact, which is Logan and Grace, they get eloped, and they don't tell anyone until like, after the wedding. They're like, surprise, shoddy, we got married. <laughs> Like, they don't tell anyone for months. They get married on, like, New Year's and don't tell anyone for months. I think it was, like, five months they waited until it accidentally got, like, reported on, on like, a blog. Because now Garrett Graham and Logan are famous a little bit. Um, I loved the first part of the series. I was like, oh, Logan's back. Yay! I love him. They basically just get trapped in a snowstorm and, like, let's get married. And then they get eloped, like, right there when Snae meet a priest after they get done in the snowstorm. And I love that. I feel like that's so them. And I love this couple so much. Um, And then the next part is the engagement, which Dean is proposing to Allie. Um, There's a really funny scene um, in this book where... Let me just read it. Because I loved it so much. I highlighted it. Um... Because Mr. John Tucker basically yelled at um, Mr. Dean, and it was so funny, because he just goes, gingers are psychotic. (laughs) I loved it. Um, This is, okay, so Tucker's smile is downright lethal. Do you... De Laurentiis, because if you upset Sabrina tomorrow by asking Allie to marry you, I will be there. I will always be there, at every corner, ruining every important moment of your life until the day you die. And then, when you're on your deathbed, deathbed, I'll commit suicide right there before you go, just to steal your thunder. What do you think, man? How does that future sound? and then the end it goes gingers are psychotic in like dean's head because dean was planning on proposing at the wedding and everyone's like don't do that so he doesn't end up doing that he ends up proposing after the wedding like at their own like date um in his penthouse Well, oh, his family's penthouse but <laughs> she says no <laughs> and then i love how ally like understands they understand each other like this is a commitment step like we don't immediately have to like rush into marriage like we can just be engaged for a little bit I do like that it's like okay we have to compromise in a relationship it's not just like someone gets all the thunder in this one um and I did really enjoy how it was like they have a healthy relationship they're communicating like Dean can be a little salty sometimes but I loved Hannah being like you embarrassed him you upset him of course like he proposed to you and you basically said don't do that so then Allie ends up proposing, and, he, and she goes, um, Dean uh, Sebastian Hayward de la Rentes, or, er, oh my god, I messed up his name. She goes, um, Dean Sebastian Kendrick Hayward de la Rentes, will you marry me? And then she ends up proposing. He goes, absolutely, like, of course. Um, I love that. And that was such a cute scene to me. And then the next is the wedding. This entire book, so far, we've heard about the wedding. The wedding takes place in, like, Dean's chapter. We see, like, Tucker and Sabrina tie the knot because they've been engaged since their own book. Um, I think they got engaged, like, in the epilogue of their own book, so, like, a year later after Jamie, their daughter, was born. Um, what was I going to say? Uh, this honeymoon. So, to understand what happens on their honeymoon, they are cursed, um, my favorite part about this book is Alexander, if you haven't read the book, you don't know who Alexander is, it's this haunted doll that (laughs) Dean bought for Jamie, their daughter, not Dean's daughter, Tucker and Sabrina's daughter, Jamie, for her birthday, Dean was like, I'm gonna play a trick, because obviously, like, him and Sabrina still have, like, like, an ongoing feud, but at this point, it's, like, a love-hatred thing, Um, so he buys this haunted doll named Alexander, and apparently it's, like, an evil boy's spirit who died in a ravine during the gold, like, rush. Spirit is in this doll. (laughs) And so now, um, they break into each other's house, they mail it to each other, um, and it'll be, like, whoever gets it has to, like, send it to the next person. So they're all, like, all four couples are, like, going back and forth with Alexander. Um, So, Alexander first made an appearance during Christmas. Um, I think Garrett and Hannah, they mailed it to Logan and Grace during Christmas. And everyone is terrified of this doll, by the way. (laughs) It's so funny seeing them all jump. Um, And then after that, we see Dean and Ally get the doll. From Grace and Hannah, they overnight it after they get engaged, and it says congratulations from all three of us. And it's there's Alexander, and then we also see like different points like from the past. Um, they bring up like how what once uh, Dean gave the doll to Jamie, Sabrina waited until they were out of town. She broke into their home with her like key, and she left Alexander there, and apparently Dean was screwing like a little girl. Um, so that's how like the feud started with this Alexander thing between everyone, and then on the honeymoon, they were staring, staying at, like, Dean's, like, villa thing, like, their house in, like, this island because Dean's family's rich, um, and Dean gives it, like, they he sends Alexander, he's like, have a great um, honeymoon, um, with Alexander, and then they try putting Alexander in the ocean, after that, they get cursed, pretty much, but these bad things start happening, Tucker gets stung by a jellyfish, he almost gets a man to pee on him, and then he's like, I'm not- you're not peeing on me, like, I just got stung by a jellyfish, and then Sabrina almost gets a concussion, because a coconut fell on her head, they both get terrible sunburns, then Tucker goes to jail, and she gets him out of jail, and then they end up having, like, a one-on-one, like, open communication, I might not like them in the score, or the goal, I didn't like them in the goal, not the score, um, but I really did enjoy these two in The Legacy, and I was surprised by that, because I don't have, like, a connection to these characters, and I don't think, um, I didn't think I would like their things, but I feel like just because of how much Chaotic and Alexander was there made it so much better, um, so I actually really did enjoy their chapters. They weren't my favorite chapters, they were definitely, um, if, like, I don't have a least favorite in this book. In the legacy, at least. Like all the chapters were like pretty good. Then the next one is the surprise pregnancy. Hannah is pregnant. We find that out during Dean and Ellie's chapters. So all it like, comes together pretty quickly within like the first 60 pages of the book. Um, she's like trying to work up to tell um Garrett. As it it's coming out because he has to like hang out with his dad. Um, Garrett's famous, he's handling like, the fame, his dad's past abuse. Hannah being, like, pregnant. Like, those are basically, like, what's happening with them. They did fight. He, a lot of people hate Garrett Graham in this book. And I think it's, it's not what he did or said. Like, he basically said, you're acting like my dad to Hannah. Because she was hiding this huge secret that she was pregnant um for months. Because she didn't want to, like, ruin his time. So, she was like, I don't know how to tell him. Like, yes, he shouldn't have said that. But in the moment, he was mad because he just had to spend multiple hours basically facing his abuser, not telling the truth, trying to fake it for the media. um. And, like, obviously, his dad was already in mindset, so being lied to, if you find out after, for months being lied to, right after you're facing your abuser, was, like, like, I can't believe you're doing this to me, almost, and he was still in that fight or flight mode, and he was fighting, um, so he's, like, you're acting like that, and I feel like a lot of, like, what he said wasn't that bad, especially when you realize the emotional state he was in in that moment, like, obviously, he didn't mean it, and they have, like, a big apology to it, he's, like, oh my god, I'm so sorry, like, I was, and he explains that I was not in that, like, a good state in that moment, um, But everyone hates on him in The Legacy. Everyone's like, the Garrett Graham I know from The Deal would never say that to Hannah. It's it's realistically, you just don't like that a book character you were putting on a pedestal did something like what a human would actually do. Like a fictional character did something that like was more human than this man this fictional man you put on a pedestal it's like the goddess garrett graham like i feel like that's why i didn't i didn't go in rose-colored glasses almost with garrett and hannah's chapters because i wasn't in love with garrett graham from the first book like i liked him but i like going into the legacy i knew a lot of people said like what he said to hannah was unacceptable like that's so out of pocket for uh garrett I read that, and I was like, yeah, it wasn't out of pocket. He was just in a, like, bad state of mind that day, and I feel like people just, like, put him on a pedestal as a fictional character, um, and it really wasn't that bad. Same thing that happened to Dean, um, and the Sabrina incident in The Goal, like, Dean being, like, a little bit harsher towards that, because- They didn't communicate. They didn't communicate what actually happened with that TA situation. And, um, or, like, their emotions both towards it. So it ended up being more hostile. And what he said to Sabrina being like, you're ruining my, like, my friend's life. is because Dean saw, like, Tucker, like, as such a good friend to him that he was like, I, like, you basically hate me, Sabrina. Like, why would I ever want to mend this? Like, you torment me. You call me Richie Rich when you don't know, the, like, my side of the story. You never heard me out. Um, So, like, they didn't communicate. So, he, obviously, Dean thought Sabrina was ruining his friend's life. Um, But once they, like, actually talked, it was fine. And I feel like that was um, communication. That's human. Miscommunication is also human. Um, Same thing what happened in The Legacy with Garrett. It was a miscommunication. Like, his rage and his emotions in that moment weren't towards Hannah. Like, yes, they ended up towards Hannah, but they weren't actually for Hannah. He just didn't like being lied to. And again, it was, like, it's not a miscommunication trope. It's just they didn't communicate properly. Um, and it's not, like, a big trope of it. It's just everyone's like, I hate Garrett and the Legacy. Like, I'll never read it. Like, the Legacy was good, guys. Like, read the Legacy. Um, Just don't go in thinking these characters won't act human because they're they're set to be human like it's not like a fantasy read where like oh it's like these like goddesses like garrett's not a goddess he's a human that used to be abused by his father and then he had to face it um i did really like um their ending though of how they were having twins and he went to the public about the past abuse because in his chapter, he goes, I never want to be seen as, like, a victim, that's why I'm not doing this, but he, after he yelled at Hannah about that in the car during that, like, big emotional state for him, it, like, opened his eyes, and he goes, well, once I have my kid, like, I don't want them to feel like if I ever yell at them, or, like, kids in other situations, like, he was, um, he was like, well, now that I'm having a kid, like, I feel like I need to open up like, more. So, he goes to the public and he ends up, like, canceling his dad. Hashtag cancel Phil Graham. <laughs> um, so, that was The Legacy. And that was the off-campus series. That was my um recapping of all them. Now, my ranking of all the books. If I had to put them in the series. Um, My favorite book was obviously The Score. Then The Mistake. Then the legacy, the deal, and then the goal. And then out of all four couples, my favorite couple was Dean and Allie. Then Grace and Logan. Then Garrett and Hannah. And lastly, Tucker and Sabrina. I didn't hate any of the couples. I just didn't feel passionate about some of them. And by some of them, I mean Tucker and Sabrina. Like They just didn't give me any oomph in the beginning but in the legacy i love them um i think they definitely work better in the the legacy than they do in their own book which maybe it's because i wasn't stuck reading about them like they were definitely more open to or towards like all the couples in that book and then my ranking of all the boys is dean logan garrett and tucker my ranking for all the girls, Grace, Allie, which that's really funny. Like I switched them. Then it is Hannah and Sabrina, which Hannah and Sabrina obviously fit with their other rankings. But um, I definitely, I related more to Grace and that's why um, I liked Grace more than Allie. Um, Grace just has my heart. Like, she was literally rambling about Ted Bundy for some of the points in the book. She, she gets nervous. She just starts rambling. And she was talking about Ted Bundy. And there's a point in the book where, um, Logan starts rambling about Ted Bundy. He goes, God, I'm turning to Grace. <laughs> and if you know me, I used to, like, ramble, ramble about serial killers all the time. Especially Ted Bundy. I literally have a Ted Bundy book on my bookshelf. Because I had that phase. Um, where I was, like, obsessed with, like, true crime and all that. And so, like, I just related a lot to Grace, um, so I definitely liked her more than Allie. I do like, um, the other girls as well, but just Grace and Allie have my heart, same with Logan and Dean, like, and then my ranking for, oh, is there anything else to rank? I don't think there's anything else to rank. I did the couple, I did the boys, I did the girls, and I did the books. I think that's it. Anyways, that was my recap and ranking of the books. Maybe I can do the stars again. Okay. The deal, I gave four stars. The mistake, I gave four stars. The score, I gave five stars. The goal, I gave three stars. And the legacy, I gave four stars. In all, like overall, I would give the entire off-campus series... Um, like a four star review. I think this is a really good series. I think people should read it. Um, just don't go in thinking these characters are gonna act perfect, they're going to miscommunicate, they're gonna have emotions, they're gonna like do bad things, they're gonna say things you won't 100% like believe in because they're fictional and but they're real, <laughs> they're fictional but they're real. Um because they are set to be human. <laughs> like I said, they're written to be human. And humans also have that thing. They go through all that. Um, so don't act like Garrett Graham's It's going to be perfect. Don't put these characters on pedestals Because they will mess up. Like what happened to Garrett. I think that's why a lot of people were really sad about the legacy. Um, but I love you all. And go read the series. Because it was such... It's so good. And I have... Guys, this, this book series made me into hockey. I'm now an Islanders fan. <laughs> Only for Matt Barzell, though. <laughs> I, guys, I ordered a Dean De DeLaurentes shirt and a Matt Barzell shirt. <laughs> and Matt Barzell, if you don't know, he's a fan cast for John Logan. <laughs> but no, I, I like, he's my hockey crush. Like, I like, you, like, Jack Hughes and Luke Hughes before I read the series. Like, no, like, now I'm into, like, the Islanders and Matt Barzell. And sadly, I had to wait until October for hockey season to arrive. Because I will be buying tickets and seeing him just play on the ice. Hopefully, he doesn't trade. I know. I've been watching so many Matt Barzell edits recently. (laughs) And, like, the interviews he does. Um, He hasn't done an interview in a while, though. Like, all the ones on YouTube are, like, from four years ago. So. But I love you all. And go watch some Matt Barzell and read. (laughs) And goodbye.